welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start with Jennifer Takagi. I'm Jennifer, a former climber of the corporate and government ladders turned leadership development entrepreneur. I'm a leadership coach helping you transform your office from feeling like a prison cell into a playground where employees are energized, engaged, and eager to work. Stress is reduced. Productivity is increased. Communication is seamless because playgrounds are much more fun than cubicle cells. Leadership development might seem like hard work, but leadership done right helps you create the team of your dreams. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to pave the way to your successful journey into a leadership role. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. Welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today I want to talk about being the example that people want to follow. Be the example that people want to follow. I put in the show notes, you are being watched. Like, totally and completely, you are being watched. And the question is, did you know you're being watched? Did you know people are watching what you're doing, like, every single day? Uh, In my career, I have had several bosses. Sorry, I'm turning papers here because I had something. Um, that I wanted to share with you in just a second. I had some managers who thought they were above the law. They were above the rules. They were outside of it all. And in acting this way, they were watched. They were tracked. Their actions were noted. And in the end, they were given the opportunity, one, to retire or be fired, and the other one, I think, pretty much was fired. And it's because they didn't really understand they were being watched. And chances are, before you were even promoted into the position you're in, especially if you were promoted from within, People in other areas knew what you were doing and they were watching you and they had respect for you and they knew you were doing a good job and they knew that you had integrity and you acted with integrity. And this has probably been going on for a long time and you weren't even aware. I was, oh, probably 31, 32 the first time this really came to light for me. There was a major reorganization going on in our office, and there was a position I really wanted that I saw on the org chart. I really wanted, it was a perfect fit. I just had to have it. I just knew I had to have it and really wanted it, but I really hadn't been given an opportunity to say, what do you want to do in this reorganization? It was just happening. And there was a man that I had known for a number of years at work. He was a colleague, worked at the other end of the building, but you know, we knew each other. We spoke from time to time. Occasionally, our work would cross paths and we'd have to go look at apartment complexes together. And he came to me one day and he said, hey, do you have a minute? Can we talk? And I said, sure. And and then he asked me to go into a conference room. And I thought that was kind of weird because what do you have to talk to me that we can't like talk in public about? We go in the conference room and he said, hey, I am on the committee that's helping determine who gets what position or is recommended for what position in the new reorganization. 
And my question is, do you want this particular position? Because I have been pushing in every meeting for you to have that position. And I said, oh my gosh, that is my dream job. Yes, I absolutely want that position. But why are you pushing for me? I mean, how did you even know I wanted it? And he said, well, I just heard through the office grapevine that you have been doing this type of function for a while now anyway, and now they've made an actual job. And it's a, an actual position, and you'll have the title to go with the work that you're doing. But I wanted to make sure that you wanted this before I kept pushing for you. And I said, well, yes, I do. And I think it's kind of cool that everybody knows that I'm doing this work anyway. But how do you know I'll be any good? Like, where is this coming from? And he said, well, we worked in the same office a number of years. Of course I know what you do. Okay, I had no clue. We sat at opposite ends of the building. Our work just passed minimally. But you know what? I was being watched. I was being watched. He knew what I was doing. Other people saw what I was doing. I had fellow colleagues that wanted promotions, wanted transfers, wanted, you know, whatever it was. And they consistently weren't chosen. And in the end, the little bit I heard, they weren't chosen because they had set a reputation for themselves. And that reputation had spread across the office spread across the office and they weren't selected. You can draw your own conclusions on why they weren't selected, but in the end, they weren't. How do you know what example you wanna be? I mean, we say we know, but do you really know what kind of example you wanna be? One of the things I like to do when I'm working with groups or individuals is talk about your favorite teacher, your favorite boss, your favorite colleague, who was somebody that you really looked up to and admired? Who were they? What did they do that really made you want to follow them? I really think that the best leaders of all are the ones that you want to follow. Like, they may not even realize they're being a leader, but you want to follow them. I heard, as I was flipping my pages earlier, I was on a, a panel discussion this morning, and this fabulous woman named Kristen Knowles said that great leaders, her understanding of great leaders are they are in a self-sacrificing role. And when needed, they go as low as they need to go to push other people up and help them grow. I thought that was amazing and wonderful analogy. Uh, another gentleman, Dan McPherson, was on the call too. And he said, influence and leadership go hand in hand. Everybody is a leader because we're all influencing someone all the time. The question is, are we any good at it? Are we any good at it? I don't know. Even if you're good at it, <coughs> pardon me, you want to be better at it. So grab a piece of paper and jot down some of those qualities of your favorite teacher, boss, or colleague. What do they do? 
What did they do? How did they act? How did they portray themselves that made you want to follow them? Made you want to be a part of whatever it was they were doing? I, I've had people call me and say, hey, Jennifer, will you be on my podcast? And I say, oh, yeah. And I think, oh, I don't even know what their podcast is. But you know what? I respect that person and what they're doing in the world. And I want to follow them. I want to be a part of what they're doing. Make a list of those behaviors, of those skills that people have. And decide which ones of those you want to incorporate in your management style, in your leadership style. Part of the question becomes, if you really haven't had very good examples in your world, in your life, in your experience, make a list of the things you don't want to do, the behaviors you did not appreciate. Then, on a separate piece of paper, come up with the opposites of those. If somebody flew off the handle, you want to be patient. If someone screamed and yelled and acted a fool all the time, you want to remain calm and consistent, right? Once you get that list and you've come up with making it an opposite, literally burn in your kitchen sink the list of all the negative because you do not want to keep that anywhere in your space. You want to totally and completely get rid of it and focus on what you want to be. There is all kinds of research out there what you focus on you will become, you will create, you will generate. You focus on the negative all the time and more negative things happen. It, it, it's true, it happens. Law of attraction, like attracts like, whatever you wanna call it. It is a real thing and it happens. So as you decide what kind of leader you wanna be, then commit to your vision. Commit to your vision of how you wanna be. I would say come up with oh, maybe no more than three to five things, behaviors, attributes that are your most important right now as you do this exercise. Come up with those top three to five that you want to incorporate into your world and then put your heart and soul in commitment into doing them every single day for the next 90 days. Do a 90 day burn. Focus on them every day for 90 days. You might go so far as to writing them down on an index card and carrying them with you in your pocket, in your purse, in your briefcase. Have them in your drawer every morning when you get to work. When you open your drawer, you see it underneath your keyboard so that you can lift it up and look. And keep reminding yourself daily. I facilitated a workshop on supervisory skills one time and this poor woman kept coming up at every break saying, oh my gosh, I'm not doing any of this. I'm horrible. I'm totally horrible at this. And I said, okay, number one, I don't really think you're that horrible. Number two, commit to being better tomorrow. We all fall short consistently, right? We try to do better every day. We're not going to get it right every single time. But if you just commit to your vision every single day, I'm going to do better. I'm going to focus on remaining calm. And then you might jot to the side, what are three things you can do to remain calm? Well, number one, you can take a deep breath. 
Number two, you can repeat back to the person what they just said to you to make sure you even understood it properly before you respond. And then if it is not life or death, if it is not something that has to be addressed that minute, you can choose to wait. Let it soak in and determine the best course of action, the best response, the best way to handle it. I think sometimes we get caught up in expediency and we wanna go really quickly and we end up costing ourselves in the end. Be the example that people want to follow. It's so much easier than trying to force them into your way of thinking by just being that person. Know that you're being watched in a good way or in a bad way. Choice is yours. Make the list of behaviors and skills that you want to encompass. Commit to your vision. Write down three to five things you want to really build on for the next 30, 60, or 90 days and then do it. I have created a Facebook group, New Manager Mastery. Join the group. I am creating units and modules and putting additional resources for you so that you can continue to build your skills. I'm Jennifer Takagi with New Manager Media and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for joining today. Please hop on over to iTunes to leave us a review and share our channel with your friends and family. Head over to TakagiConsulting.com gift for a great free gift. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and TakagiConsulting.com. We would love to hear from you. And may your days be filled with more success than you ever dreamed possible.